Welcome to the Deep Gripping Reality. My name is Steve Edelman. I am your host, and this is the show where we help you get better at stuff. Sometimes it's digital marketing, sometimes it's management, sometimes it's leadership mentality, sometimes it's the elite mentality, sometimes it's Google+, Plus. sometimes it's Google My Business, sometimes it's Google Ads, sometimes it's Facebook Ads. I think you get the point. It's all about digital, it's all about personal wellness, it's all about getting better in life. That being said, today's show, uh, I wanted to give you a secret on getting better at anything. That's right, literally anything. Stay tuned. It's about to get deep. You know, when I was a younger Steve, uh, when I was a kid, uh, my dad used to say something to me every single time that I would say I can't do something or that I that I didn't think I could do something or whatever. He'd say nothing to it but to do it. You know, my dad wasn't an excuses kind of guy, but he was right on this for sure. I mean, when you really put your mind to it, if you want to get good at something, I mean really friggin' good at something, you just have to do it. You have to practice it. There's a lot of videos out there, especially on YouTube, of people who are like, I, I started dancing uh, a little bit every day, and this is me a year later. Or I played piano for a half hour every day, and this is me a year later. 365 days of take, of being a piano of piano and now I'm an aficionado or whatever. The point is if you want to get good at something, then you need to get rid of the excuses that you can't do it. You can. You can do anything that you want to. There's no such thing as not being good at something. You just have to practice. And that's the problem is that a lot of people want instant gratification, but what they don't realize is there is no such thing as an overnight success. Things take Time. And in the grand scheme of things, we have plenty of time. I'm 38 years old. I'm still young. I mean, God willing, with the lifespan expanding the way that it is, I still have a good 40 or 50 or even 60 years left of my life minimum. So I'm not even a third of the way through my life. I have plenty of time to get really, really good at a lot of stuff. Think about it. You remember the movie Groundhog's Day? Sure you do, and if you don't, then you're probably much younger than me, and you still should go see it anyway, or go rent it, or whatever. It's an awesome movie. In it, Bill Murray gets stuck on a loop. It's Groundhog's Day, and he hates his life, he's a negative person, he's horrible. He has to relive the same day over and over and over again until he becomes a better person. So eventually, after trying to uh, end it over and over again, only to wake up in bed the next day and have it be the same day as it was before... Eventually, he realizes that the secret to escaping this loop is to just better himself and work hard at making life better for other people. And that, to me, is the secret of life. You want to leave this world better than when you entered it. Better than when you came into it. I mean, think about it. You have an opportunity every day to leave a positive impact on those people around you, right? Hold the door for somebody and smile. You'd be amazed. They seem shocked, especially if you make eye contact with them when it happens. It's weird. No, it's cool. It's nice. And it really does leave a positive impact on people around you. But that thing, that kind of thing takes practice. It takes time. He, in that movie, Groundhog's Day, he gets really good at piano after taking lesson after lesson after lesson. I keep coming back to piano because it's something that I have experience with. I can't play piano at all, but I fake it really well. I can, I can sit down at a piano and for a half hour make you think I know exactly what I'm doing. I have no idea. I've never read a note. I've never tried. But I have a piano at home, 
And once in a while, I sat down and I started making sounds that sounded good. And then I remembered the patterns and I remembered the key patterns. And I realized that if I push these chords with these chords, really good sounding things came out. So now it sounds like I could play piano. And I'm sure if I really dedicated myself to it, I know I could learn how to read piano and I could learn actual structure. But right now, I like the experimental phase. But from where I started of not being able to play a note to where I am now, it's really kind of impressive. My daughter is uh, really big into drawing. She loves to draw. She loves all kinds of art. In fact, for Christmas, she asked for Copic markers, which for those of you that don't know, they're not inexpensive markers. They're pretty expensive. They're good stuff. They're high quality markers. But she wants to learn how to use those. And so she's going to take the time to teach herself. And when she didn't when she realized she didn't really know how to do form or body, I mean, I was I was a really good artist when I was younger. I still am a pretty good artist, but I'm not as good as her. I can actually say that at 12 years old, she's better at human form than I am, and it's because she realized, she taught herself. On YouTube, you can teach yourself how to do anything. She taught herself how to draw the body structure, how to draw a head, how to, you know, bisect that head so that the, the eyes were at the right level in comparison to the mouth and the measurements of each thing. And so through practicing over and over and over again, she's gotten really good at drawing. And in fact, she realized she likes the uh, almost anime or, you know, the Japanese style of art. So she started practicing that and now she's really, really good at that. You know, when we find things that we like, we spend a lot of time on it and naturally get very, very good at it. If you say you're not good at something, chances are it's not that you're not good at it, it's that you don't have interest in it, and you don't want to try it because you don't have interest in it. So you've really never taken the time to dedicate yourself to learning this new skill, talent, or or whatever it is, because it's not something that genuinely and truly interests you. So if if you want to get good at something, if you want to learn a new skill, check out Skillshare. No, this isn't an advertisement for them, but it's an example. Check them out. Check out YouTube. I never thought I could change the light bulb, don't laugh, of my uh, of my um, Dodge Neon back in the day. But the reality is, it's actually not as hard as I thought. I just had to find the right YouTube video to show me how. So when it comes to things like improving your digital marketing, uh, it, brand building brand awareness, you have to play the long game. You have to strategize for the long term. You have to spend time every single day, make no excuses, and really get down to brass tacks and start where the rubber meets the road and post content, valuable content. Let me give you an example. I built a following of almost 4,000 Twitter Twitter followers in no time uh, back in the day, and I did it because I was big into zombies. This is before The Walking Dead. Actually, it was, yeah, it was before The Walking Dead. But I, I just started posting crap about zombies. My handle was Steve Da Zombie. It was S T E V D A Zombie, right? And I just would post zombie pictures. I would post zombie memes. I would post zombie stories. I would, I would review zombie movies. Just whatever I was feeling like, because I was really big into zombies at the time. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I built quite a following. And the way that I did it was I was, get this, here's the big secret, social on social media. I wasn't just sharing stuff that I, like, follow me, take a look at me, blah, blah, blah. It was stuff that I thought my community would find, that I was building slowly, would find interesting. We also, there used to be a big thing back in the day, and some of you might remember this, hashtag FF. It stood for friend follow. And so there'd be, like, friend follow Friday and things like that. And you would list out all the people that you thought, that you would want to follow you or that had recently followed you, or that you wanted to promote your friends, 
just because. And people would do that. They would then click on all of those people, all of those profiles that you shared, and they would follow them, and you would build a network this way. And that's how I built a Twitter following way back in the day about zombies. Now, since then, my Twitter handle has changed from that to um, the ADD Magician because I was big into magic for a while. Uh, well, I always have been since I was six. I've been big into magic tricks. But I had the ADD Magician because I had a YouTube channel based on it, and I wanted to use Twitter. So I took my zombie audience, and I said, hey, guys, I'm into magic. Check it out, and changed it. And then for a while, it was all about my political stuff. And then for a while, it was this or that. So my handle had changed quite a bit. Now, for branding long term, that's not a good idea. But the reality was I was afraid to have to rebuild my audience because I knew what it take, what it would take. It takes taking the time to continuously and continually post content that matters, post content of value that's not selfish, that's, that's, that's not superficial, that is actual content with some thought behind it that adds value. And you have to do that every single day and not make excuses. Nothing to it but to do it. So for example... My proof of concept is this podcast. I started it under 40 episodes ago. I'm pretty sure I'm up to like 37 or something like that. It's been just over a month and already I just celebrated the milestone this morning of over 100 listens across my various platforms that it shared on. And in that same time, I've seen an Instagram following grow like crazy. I'm over, I'm, I think I'm at 153 or something followers on Instagram in that same time. And all I'm doing is posting business stuff and, and things that I think are interesting uh, that I think people would want to know. Sometimes it's the, the cover art for this uh, show. Sometimes it's IGTV videos. But I'm building a following of, of business-minded people and entrepreneurs and those that are getting out there and hustling and that believe in the digital grind. Um, I'm building a network very quickly on that platform. I'm also using Twitter, obviously, to do the same thing. Now, I have to admit, because I'm all about honesty and integrity and sincerity and transparency, I've not built my Facebook following. I think I've got a, a couple teens. I'm in the teens for my Facebook following. But the reason is I haven't been focused on that as much as possible. Uh, my two platforms that I've been focused on most are Twitter, uh, uh, well, yeah, Twitter to an extent, but also Instagram and LinkedIn, and obviously the podcast itself. And I'm trying to prove that if I can stay dedicated myself to putting out useful content every single day, that not only will my content improve, my guests will improve, and my overall content marketing strategy will improve. I'm trying it. Look, there is no wrong way. There is no mis there's, there's no mistakes. John Taffer once said that there is as much to learn in failure as there is in success. And he's right. Edison, you know, famously said that he found, you know, 10,000 ways to make a light bulb that didn't work. There are so many cases where failures have led to success. It's about being consistent. The difference between those who are, who are successful and those who aren't is that those who are not successful gave up too soon. They worked their butt off for a short time and then when that flash in the pan was over, they moved on to something else. That's also the secret to happiness. You have to focus on and, and work on what makes you happy. For me, that's spending time with my wife and kids more than anything else. I love spending time with my wife and kids. And so I have to make that a priority, which is why one of the reasons that these podcasts are recorded on the drive to and from work every day, because I, my priority is spending time with my family when I'm on my off hours, when I'm not at work. That's why I interview people for, for the podcast and I have guests on 
on my hour at lunch because that's what works best without cutting into my time with family. I want to prove that all of this can work. Did I expect to have a hundred listens in a month? No, not really, frankly. I didn't think anybody would know who I was. But it's not just that I'm putting out a podcast. Nobody would find me that way. I'm promoting it on social. But between podcasts, I'm putting out valuable content so that people go, huh, what's this guy do? What's he up to? Because here's the thing. Social media marketing, digital marketing in general, is the future. And the secret to that future is being social and connecting with people. You might be afraid to do something, but you need to ask yourself, are you really afraid of, of, of doing it, getting out and doing it? Or are you afraid of getting judged? Are you afraid of failing? Are you afraid of looking stupid? Because here's the thing. You don't grow without pain. Ask any personal trainer. Ask any health advisor. If you want to get healthy, it's not hard. It's not rocket scientist. Eat the right stuff and exercise in a smart way. But you got to do it every single day. You got to work hard every single day. If it's getting easy, you have to challenge yourself and push yourself more every single day. The days that you don't want to put out content, I don't give a flying rat's ass. Get out there and push content every single day. Once you start doing it, it won't be a problem of I don't have anything to share, I don't know what to share, because it'll come naturally. You'll just start sharing. Everybody loves to talk. They love to get their point of view out there. This is your opportunity to do that. Social media has made it so easy to do that, and podcasting has made it so easy to do that. And the whole reason that this podcast exists is because I hate, hate excuses. Oh, we don't do podcasts because we don't have the equipment for it. And if we're going to do it, we're going to... Here's the other thing my dad used to say. If you're going to go, go all out, right? Well, guess what? I report, I record this podcast on my cell phone and everything that I use to edit it, create other content for it, whether it be videos or images, um, all that stuff. I do that on apps on my phone because on free apps on my phone, mind you. So it's not, I can't afford it. It's that I'm getting rid of the excuses not to do it. So the bottom line is this. If you want to be a great artist, if you want to be a great digital marketer, if you want to be the biggest um, savant about Superman on the planet, get out there and research it and share the things you love. Get out there and dedicate yourself every single day. Stop making excuses and get out there and do it. And I guarantee you, you will see growth. It's going to take time. Don't chase the likes. Don't put out content just to get likes and shares. Because here's the thing. What happens is your content should be hypothetically, evergreen, which means that if you post something and it has value today, it should still have value in 5, 10, 15 years from now, or you know, even one year from now. So when somebody finds the content that you're making, when you're a master at making this content and goes back and looks at what you've done in the past, they go, wow, this guy's got a whole library, this guy or gal, this person's got an entire library of content. This is awesome. And that is how you create a legacy. That is how you build yourself up and you build your brand up. It's how you get good at whatever it is you're trying to do. If you want to learn to play the piano, go out and buy a cheap-ass Casio keyboard. And, And every day, 15 minutes, half an hour, take the time to do that. You want to be a better writer? Start writing a blog. Start writing a blog about blogging. Hell, I've written a blog about what, or no, I've done a, sorry, I haven't written a blog. I did a podcast once about what to blog about when you have no blogging idea what to blog about. 
You see what I'm saying? So you can create, you can make, you can do. You just have to do it consistently and never give up. And realize that results don't come overnight. If you see somebody juggling and he's a master juggler and it's awe-inspiring, you see a magician pulling card tricks or, or a cardist who's making art with his hands with cards, what you don't see is the 10,000 drops, the 10,000 flashes that the magician did. You don't see the hours and hours that they spent prepping. You go to a concert and you listen to a cellist play or a violinist or, or a flautist or a symphony. What you don't hear is the 10,000 hours or the millions of hours that they've spent honing their craft. So get out there, work your ass off, quit making excuses, and and get get good. <laughs> Become an expert in whatever it is you want. So that's all I have today, folks. Thank you very much for tuning into the Deep Gripping Reality. Until next time, dig deep, my friends. Mm-hmm.